Ooh. That's the... Uh, uh, uh. But that's the... I did the British dance lovers. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Yeah, guys. Guys, last week there we're always trying to upgrade the user <laughs> experience here on Neil the Neil Files. What's the name of the show? And uh last week what had happened? We have this set. Happened? Now we're not that professional, so we didn't test the wide camera. And uh, the wide uh, came up empty. <laughs> now, this week, we if you're watching this on YouTube, and we'll get to the YouTube problems in a second, um, the Neil close-up is closer than the Bianca close-up. That's because we switched where the set goes in my house, and we're up against a window. It's a <laughs> lot, and it took... I'm sweating underneath this. Mm-hmm. Bianca's dewy. We'll go with dewy for Bianca. She's a woman. Women don't sweat. They do. Um, and so now on to the YouTube issues. Last week, we released clips first. Then we went to the full episode. And you babies fucking full babied <laughs> about it. Holy shit it. were you babying about it. And... Um, <laughs> That someone said, but they're they're like they're punishing the viewer. Something, something about punishing people. But here's the thing, ding dongs. Like the Ellen clip got a hundred thousand views. Now the average episode gets like fifteen thousand. So, um, clips are better for people. To which you say, start a clip channel. We had one. Daniel started it. Rest in peace, Daniel. Of course. And um, but somehow it never. It had no subscribers, <laughs> which is hard to so, do. That's hard to do. Hard to believe. I hard didn't to even believe. subscribe to it from my personal no. account. <laughs> um, so, so it's we're gonna now. Guess what? This week we're gonna release the 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 main the two hour the jumbo. Then we're gonna release clips, and fifteen thousand people will watch the jumbo. And maybe a hundred thousand people will watch <laughs> something if we talk about Ellen. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> no promises. Although we just got some breaking news about Ellen as we hit record. Hold on, my air conditioner's on. <laughs> Guys, you deserve better. And here at the Come Neil Brennan on. show, hundred thousand people. Hundred thousand disappointed people. Okay, so let's hear some. We got. We're now we're in the episode. Okay, but that was we did some housework. Will, by the way, now that we're talking about housework, when Will does the things where he'll say what's on the episode, he'll just leave the first three minutes blank. Last week we did clearly did songs. Will left it blank, and then Kamala Harris starts at five fifteen. Will, oh, that wasn't nothing. That's say five songs. Minutes. Five minutes of us. Well, Will, by the way, is now in. He's really close. We can see him. Which is going to make it way worse for him and yeah. way better. I'm pointing. Looks like I'm pointing at Bianca. I'm pointing at Will. We'll go to the wide. How about that wide, huh, guys? How about the tiny yellow chairs? How wide? Do you is love it? them? Bianca, you, do you see how bad Bianca's eyesight is? No, I don't look. She's squinting. Don't look. And 
by the way, also shout out to Bianca for br- cricking her neck and screaming when Keith Dogwalker came. <laughs> You're going to be getting another Keith Dogwalker surprise during this episode. I know when it's coming. <laughs> I'm not going to Because I know when again. she gets here. Bianca has no idea. I was really She'll scared. be on her at her wit's end. <laughs> I also realize I've been talking for four minutes and 25 seconds straight with almost no break, which even wow. for me is really selfish. You didn't edit out the scream? Okay. No. no Audio I did. did really? Know? Why? It's funny. Ew, what if Jesus. it's all what if the audio is like well, 20 minutes are you even rel- how long is the all right well what <laughs> are like we that was stupid that wasn't show? funny or even in they were the show dumb. uh will's like uh no um and yeah, not funny that one failed or he's like it blew up my oh man it's no good on the levels um will's all about sound except for uh eva who asked via dms should people women slide in my DMs, but it's mostly technical notes. She slid Hi. in my DM. Eva Shaw, of course. Eva slid in and Beautiful. said, "Make Good the scene. whole show louder because she listens in the shower." She didn't say masturbates, but it was understood Damn, huh? that she masturbates while she listens to the show. <laughs> and uh, Will needs to turn the entire <laughs> broadcast up, and I agree because I need to turn it up to eight in my car out of ten. So just that's to hear high. it, that's pretty high. And that's in a test, I guess. That's really that's sad. In the test. All right. We got some new songs. Now, somebody did send in a song about getting new songs. Now, this guy has sent in a song before. I didn't play it because half of his song will be good and song-like. And then the other half sounds like the son of Sam's dog. What? So go ahead and play that. The people made us some songs. Great. All right, we'll cut off the back half. No. Yeah, there you go. There's a longer. Do you have? He didn't. He no. Don't make him play the longer one. It just goes crazy. So what I'm saying to the guy is, I kind of want to hear it. It's so crazy. Come on. You know how you couldn't understand that for the first part of it? Yeah. It's it was that for six seconds where they. (laughs) It's like James Blake Elvis. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. He doesn't have it. He don't got it. He ain't got it. Now, we also happen to receive the greatest song we've ever gotten. Uh oh. Um, you know the song. I oh, yes, 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 yes. That's um, it's been in your heart for so long. I sent it. It arrived, I think, Wednesday, and I sent it to you immediately. Yeah. Uh, this song is for Bianca, is an old Caribbean woman. This somebody fucking. Do we know who it was? Uh, I can find it. That's fine. Um, this fucking guy killed it. Let this be a lesson. It's a little long, but god damn it. Okay. What a song. <laughs> wow. So Gal. 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 Caribbean. And he music. does the fucking dance hall echo on Fucking god Dude. damn it. <laughs> the best part is like reggae music. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, you want to talk about packing as much? It's so internally tw- funny. <laughs> 10 seconds. I mean, that again, so... we're thankful for all the songs except a couple of them. <laughs> and that guy 
the, you should get absolute credit. And um, what's his name? I'll look it up on my phone because Will's got his hands literally has his hands full. Um, I'll look it up on my Me? phone. Uh, Who can get it first, Will or Neil? Uh, Will or Neil? Will or Neil? Bianca. Oh, Eric Will's Johnson. Eric Johnson, step forward. <laughs> Which one was his? He's in a Doc Watch. Yeah. Someone also wrote, like, I like the show. I also love the songs. Oh, he's this Doc fucking Watch. guy. Doc Watch. Doc Watch. This, this, that guy's the king that of the outro. The outro is that guy good. fucking kills it. King what he doesn't outro. do in the body of the song, he hits it on the fucking, he hits you fucking guns blasting on the way on out. The way out. He'll pop it off, bro. Um, Eric Johnson, maybe getting called up for one of Neil's. I don't know. Let's may, let a guy dream. <laughs> maybe I'd call him up for like a real a real job. A chat? Not like a job. Wow. You know? Hey, who knows? Who knows what it will do? Bianca. Wait, are we gonna do the other song? What's the other song? Eva. Eva's song. That was it. But we didn't. No, Eva. Played. We did. Oh, we played it. Yeah. Where are they now? Where are they now? You. Oh liked it. yeah. You really the last time you were. And she DM'd me and said, turn it up. Turn my headphones up. Turn my headphones up. Turn my headphones up. Um, okay, so. Okay. Now, here's what I wanted to tell everybody. There was a lot of kerfuffle last week on Twitter about, um, I won't even get into what it was about. But here's what I'll say to people if you're listening if you're hate listening just stop just stop hate listening it's what are you trying to catch us in right like what like so you're basically parked like the fbi across the street just listening into our podcast (laughs) what are you trying to what are you going to catch what have i what what have we claimed to be that we're not what you know what i mean like yeah. there, Neil Brennan's not moral. Bianca C is not moral. She doesn't have the most evolved view on every single issue. I don't happen to have the most evolved view on every single issue. I have them on most issues. I don't even know which ones. I but I will never claim that I am a. Uh, I'm not a leading light in terms of morality. I have an opinion. <laughs> About no, we're not measures or pillars of morality here. No. And we have a segment called We're Gonna Apologize. Yeah. That's part of the podcast. Yes. One guy, the LA Times guy, thought the whole show, LA Weekly thought the whole show was about that. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I mean, it's becoming that. Um, mm-hmm. It just feels like, I, I feel like we represent the most balanced view of a person on a podcast. Human we, beings. Full of shit. Say fucked up shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, try to do the right thing, mm-hmm. foot in mouth, uninformed, yep. very informed, high horse, ha- down for like a cause. I don't know. We're everything. Everybody's like. All, we contain multitudes, Bianca. Come on now. Um, and uh, and so stop listening. <laughs> if you're listening stop right like now. FBI agents, stop it. What do you want on me? Dude, if you want shit on me, I already said the N-word on comedy. Just 
you could, if you think, first of all, I'm not famous enough for it to mean anything to anybody, right? Right. And B, if you want to get me, it's already out there. There's, we said horrible things on Chappelle Show, incredibly immature, bigoted things on Chappelle Show. We, uh, we, I said the N word. I, it's like, what do you want? What are you Neil, trying to get? Out here dry snitching on himself. I dry snitch on myself. I dry snitch. Um, I, what I don't get is I would never listen to a podcast I didn't like. Yeah. Why would, how much free time do you have that you will hate listen? This shit's not short, dog. This shit Yo, is a two is a hours. And also, if you listen for two hours, that means you probably like parts of it. Right. So you like parts of it and then want to rebuke other parts of it. We mentioned the email every week. You can DM me. We want on you to rebuke Instagram. Yeah. We'll, we will apologize. I will apologize. But people don't, again, that's when I realized they don't want to have a balanced discourse. People want to drive by a cost and get you for a slice, a one minute slice of a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do you care? You don't yeah. like us. You don't watch us. I, you know, it's, it's weird. Why do people? It's because it's satisfying. As I said last week, when we, before we, I wouldn't even talk about this specifically, but the conversation I had with Kevin Hart about, like, it's not going anywhere. Cancel culture is, will not die. It will multiply. Do you think cancel culture, do you think we're going to get to a point where we, there's a movement in, within cancel culture to balance it out? No. Do process I mean, it out. Uh, yes, maybe eventually, but it's going to be, we're looking at a decade. I think someone, I think what has to happen is unfortunately perfect storm of uh, too quick mob rule, cancel culture, mm -hmm. acted too quick, no due process. Mm -hmm. um, the wrong person in the end, but mm -hmm. anyways, they kill themselves, finds out it's totally the wrong, like everyone got it wrong and... It has to be someone a lot of people know. Have I not told you? I don't. Maybe I haven't mentioned it on here. Someone I know killed themselves because they she had depression. Mm -hmm. She was Rose McGowan's manager, and when Rose McGowan came out with all of her stuff, she got implicated for a thing that she was not guilty of, and she killed herself. And it wasn't a big, Jill Messick was her name. It wasn't a big story, right. but it was an absolute, and Kevin Messick, the guy I know who produced my hit movie, The Goods with Jeremy Piven, um, wrote a piece in Variety or Hollywood Reporter kind of going like, hey, my wife, my ex-wife just killed herself, mother of my kids. I had to raise two kids of myself because you guys were ready to pillory this woman without doing any research. And it's it is the the it's liberals gun, meaning Newtown didn't do it. Nothing's going to do it. Nothing will. It's too sweet and they feel too justified in it. And it is. But all the people that are hate listening to this probably want um, to defund the police. <laughs> Which I want. Right. But they want to defund the police. So, but so we can focus on social crimes. 
what they want to focus on the crimes we commit or the this the, the faux pas we commit we or commit the, faux pas yes 100 that is our crime we commit faux pas we said some shit you know we've said some shit but nothing in the name of like we're trying to talk about things. a podcast is the point of a podcast is, is it's not anodyne it's not antiseptic it's not edited and cleansed and it's not corporate and we and it's a friendship it's the same way your friend will text you some shit and you're like huh <laughs> or that's fucked up and funny right. or the litany of the 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 um the the whole plethora of the portfolio of human <laughs> things okay uh, we, got we it. will do and we are not i don't think anyone's looking up to me anyone's looking up to you if Please you don't. are cut it out cuz you're there's very the only things that you might could emulate about me are i'm a hard worker well start for the good shit and well no if you're gonna emulate hard worker and not that racist those are the nicest things i can say about me okay so (laughs) if you're gonna emulate any part of me that would be but the rest of it don't that's it my thing's like this is just a glorified conversation that you know fucking rinky dink this is yes and when people the thing is not i'm i was about to say up until recently recently but i don't mean that i really feel like the listeners, especially because I I haven't had a show. I mean, you are yourself, right? In your your, I'm a relatively public figure, and you're public with who you are. You're not some character actor. No, you know. So not it really, yet. If so you if you watch my audition tape, guys, I <laughs> no. I self tape for the part of Hobo Steve. <laughs> And if anything you can do, if you guys Irish, keep me in mind. <laughs> Irish pink Irish hobo th- three. <laughs> Irish hitar. I don't smell Oi good. tink. Oi. Oi yes. tink. Um, but I do weirdly feel close to our listeners. I do. I feel close to them. So when someone yells at us and is it's it seems so foreign to the podcast, I'm like, what are you yelling? Let's talk yeah. about it. And then I look and the person doesn't follow us, most likely doesn't listen yeah. to our podcast. Feels a little like an imposter. It's like, chew. It's the thing. It's when someone leaked the thing about Al Franken. They didn't leak it. They just said that well, I you mentioned said it Al on a podcast. Right, right, right. But yes, after that, I said, hey, <laughs> yeah. if I bring shit up here, don't fucking mention it. And people didn't after and, that. And thankfully, they haven't. Yes, yes. Uh, but guys, so get us in the hot seat. If you listen, listen. If you, if, and if you have an issue, DM us. Email us. DM us. Um, Put it on the or um, preferably with a dick pic for Bianca. Butthole pic. Thank you. Also, I want to have a body issue thing I want to talk about. Uh-oh. If you... <laughs> God. I, every single clip of mine, especially last week, Neil doesn't look good. <laughs> Neil looks unhealthy. Put your email in the message... And I will send you a topless photo of myself. Only one woman took me up on, you know, and she, she bent, she, 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 she bum rushed me. Okay. She basically was like, I think you don't look good. She was trying to get a topless photo. Uh, um, would you, are you really going to do that? I will. Abs- I've done it. Anytime someone says anything, you look like, I just immediately 
on Instagram will immediately send them a topless photo. It's always guys. And I, without fail, having not seen you or knowing you are, you're fat. <laughs> well, and I will fight you with the muscles that I'm going to send you. When you see the muscles, you go, oh, fuck, Neil, I'm sorry. You know what, Neil? You're inspiring me. If you guys say, I don't look good, I'll send you a topless photo as well. <laughs> Great. Just kidding. a lot of people said you didn't. The light, they didn't like your lighting last week. So, I know. I was like, so get, come on, get the damn, lighting right. Damn, damn, damn! It's a big, it's a big time for them. Um, so that's all I wanted to say about that. Yes, you're more moral than us, probably. probably. Maybe not. Maybe we're in the same neighborhood. Maybe you're more moral about some things. Others not. There's no way to know. And uh, just enjoy the ride or turn it off. Yeah, it's fine. Just enjoy the ride. Yeah, people were saying they didn't like the lighting, and uh, but Ken Sang, my DP friend, excuse me, um, he he was the director of photography on say I don't know Deadpool, just for instance. Say it's, I don't know, just as an example, uh, he's gonna come and he he's uh, he bought some lights Sorry. for us. Uh-huh. I have to reimburse him, of course. Oh, I was like, but, he's uh, so he, nice. <laughs> no, and um, so he's gonna come and light it up real nice. So, again, get this is your last week. Whatever shot you want to get in now, I'll tell you this right now. My body, <laughs> he's lighting for my body. I'm kidding. Um, it's insane that people think that they can just go, you look gross. It's like, fuck you. How about that? Okay, but, okay, the thing about the comments, though, I will say. The lighting was bad last week. No, the lighting was terrible. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. I didn't wasn't bad. I wasn't mean enough. No, 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 no. It was terrible. I'm saying that I do believe the comments are almost none of our business. Yeah, if they're saying the yeah, lighting's like, I, but if they're I, saying the you're you're the, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that are our business are the things about the the video experience stuff. of yeah. the show for sure. But you're gross. I mean, you're never going to. That's like, haven't you figured out a way to not let that? Uh, yeah, I just don't look, but the the for the most part i don't look i will like open the window i'll like open the oven just to sniff just to see yeah and like sometimes i get blasted (laughs) we get get blasted sometimes wiley coyote fucking beirut out this motherfucker um anyhow bianca that's that's just that's housekeeping now i'm looking at my phone because my printer it's a long story, but <laughs> it's, it's uh, my printer's little. Only Bianca got a print out this week. It's a big deal. Um, How you feel, Neil? So, so <laughs> what? Start friend of the sh- uh, friend of the. I mean, friend friend of mine. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Chris D'Elia, um got. He was in a Netflix movie that Zack Snyder directed. That they're gonna reshoot. And put Tig Nataro in, who's also a friend of mine. Who Tig um, is, by the way, fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like She's Tig, funny. I would say I I can think of very few people who are kind of look the same. She does a joke that she looks like um uh Tom Cruise. Um but that's her joke, not mine. Also, one time, here's a friend of the show, another friend of the show, Ellen DeGeneres. When Tig and I were working on Ellen's uh, Netflix special, um, we were talking about uh, Ellen goes, we should all go on the road together. Um, and then and Tig goes, yes, Neil, 
Neil, you can open and we'll call it the bearded lesbians of comedy. <laughs> and I was like, Tig, why don't you go ahead and tweet that out? Because that's not really going to work for me. Right. Um, also, this is a whole side note. I wanted to recount an Ellen, Ellen just being fucking funny. Okay. Um, she went to the, we were at Largo doing one of her shows. She went to the bathroom and, uh, and I was talking to her and Portia and Tig and a bunch of agents and all that shit. Ellen comes back from the bathroom, sees me talking, whatever. We're all just in a circle talking. Ellen smacks me on the shoulder and goes, what are you doing? Talking about yourself? Come on, we got to work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Were you? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was just talking. Right. Uh, but it's like, yes, fine. That's like a funny slam. But right. like, please, we're all here for you. Right, right, right. Uh, dipstick, uh, <laughs> fucking dipstick. I call her. That's what I call her. My, she's my dipstick. Um, Tig rep- is replacing Dalia. That's automatically in. It's so funny and like a parody of what you do in a woke society. Mm. <laughs> he had some accusations, and we're going to replace him with. Uh, lesbian cancer survivor it's like you're not gonna not only is a man not replacing you no a woman's replacing you and not just any woman a female cancer survivor um and i also heard that they're going to take old episodes of the cosby show and replace bill cosby with leslie jones (laughs) so I, i don't fucking know I mean, it's just funny. It's the most we are woke. I heard they're going to take every Woody Allen movie and replace Woody Allen with Eliza Schlesinger. <laughs> That's just what I heard. He just That's that. just what I heard, guys. So this is turning into a Bill Maher bit. <laughs> this is just what I heard, guys. I'm not, I'm not, this didn't happen. Um, but get to get some money. I don't, I don't, I don't I mean, know. It's, are, this is the thing. They, Netflix had to decide, do we keep them in it? Do we, do we. Do you think people would not have watched it? I don't, I don't. Think I don't people, think it would have affected viewers at all. Affected, I don't think it would um, And I think it would have, but it becomes that collateral damage thing of, is the blowback thing of, is it worth the pain for them corporately? Because they're a publicly traded company to get <laughs> Blake, uh-huh, cancel that hashtag, cancel Netflix. Yeah, they're it's like with Louis, they they canceled his specials and all that shit. So, and they canceled Delia's prank show that he was gonna do with that he was doing with Callan. Yeah, I'm not, I have a joke about what the pranks were gonna be. I'm not even gonna do it. You can Don't do it do at it. home, <laughs> you can do it at home. You can probably figure out the kind of joke I was gonna do, the kind of people they were gonna prank what the prank was going to be. You can do your own. This thing writes itself. <laughs> Neil's looking in every they camera. Were, can That's I get my in? camera. Yeah, get out of here. You can, you can probably figure out what the kind of pranks they were going to do. It was going to be online. It, it was going to be like a reverse. A three cam podcast. A reverse to catch a predator. <laughs> um, anyhow. Um, so... I, I, this is that solution thing. Is it better? Yeah. 
Is it better for are lesbians better off that takes in this movie? Is the Me Too movie better off? Is who's better off? I guess is the I question. I think it's just the most what's the most risk averse move? Correct. Tig. Yeah. Ba-da-ba. Like, <laughs> no, not another white guy, not another man. Yeah. Woman, not even just a woman, lesbian, not like she's not a woman, but woman, lesbian, cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. All the I feel like they enter everybody into yeah. an algorithm or like a formula. She and like her name sounds Native American. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think she's native if you don't if you're just looking at the credits. You go, oh Tignatar, so they have a they have a native. Um it's yeah, it's like- it's uh I I would say it's in, it seems like a it's like a mad lit. It's like an it was like an onion headline when I saw it, but it wasn't surprising. No. No. It just it feels I don't know. Something it's not about it feels satis- weird. I don't know who's satisfied by it. But maybe I'm just Tig. dead wrong. Yeah, I don't think Tig. I'm sure Tig's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I don't yeah. think she had like a moral quandary about it. It just feels funny when you see a um, crisis management move mm-hmm. and not a proactive for no reason. Let's just cast Tig in this man's role, you know, a, a role that was written for a man. Let's just cast Tig. Like, why not? Yes. Woman, lesbian, cancer survivor, boom. That comes once it's a crisis. You know, her value is added more when it's crisis management and trying to mitigate bad press. It's than like it is. Uh, she's like a fixer. It's she's Ray Donovan, but it's just send in a send in a lesbian. Yeah. I just come in and no one can hate me. Because I'm a cancer-surviving lesbian who's fucking hilarious. Um, so what's what? How, how could you probably? How could you ever? Um, you can't hate you. There's nothing you can say about yeah. this. Um, that is a funny TV show idea. What? Like the A Team, but they just send in Tig <laughs> for to handle PR messes. <laughs> and it's funny because she's so like, oh. yeah, she's she's so like matter of fact right. and not um <clears throat> but good good for everybody tig i will say is one of the funniest in terms of doing bits conversationally she's if you if you start a bit she's already there waiting she's the one of the her i gotta say her fred armison and the person people don't know cedric the entertainer cedric is so fucking bit fast mm. insane that's neither here. Just nor in there. the in a conversation. In a bit, it just ended up like, "Hey, I'm doing it," and then he's doing it. He's right there. Fred, Tig, Cedric the Entertainer, uh, and right. I hit every every demo. They announced Kamala, and the the now you we talked about how they would get her. Yep. And the thing that I didn't see coming, Republicans are so good at it. Is they hate birtherism, but I didn't think. Was she not? I don't know. Was she born in America? Yes. Yes. Then what's the birtherism? Just some bullshit. What is there? What like? Let's be an advocate for the dark side. What are they saying? I I don't know. I know that she lived in Canada at some point, but her parents were both immigrants, and, uh, but they weren't. like 
she's not she's in no way not uh american natural born american citizen so she was born in america yes and they're trying to say (laughs) no anesthetic with a doula that's those are the rules to be a president natural born no no epidural trump's mom is an immigrant Uh, bianca if you're trying to bring logic to an emotions fight you know they don't go after trump enough for I feel like if There's everybody not, was gonna, yeah, if everyone's yeah. going to be really dirty and sling, like the fact that no one ever went after the fact that his kids are half Russian and their mom is an immigrant and all this stuff, like they, we leave it alone. I think it's stupid, and I, I'm not saying to do it, but I'm surprised how less mudslinging there is coming from the Democratic side because so not much the, mud it's is coming. not the that's not what they do. That's not the game that that Democrats play. They'd rather oh. lose nobly, mm. and I don't and think Republican. No I don't think Democratic voters care. It's like want they don't. They're dumb, but they're dumb in a different way. Right. Um, there was a really good article last week about an MSNBC. It's like someone wrote an article. They were leaving MSNBC, and why they were leaving MSNBC. And they said because it's they a producer that they work with said we're not here for the news we're we're comfort food for liberals and especially the night oh the night is- Lawrence O'Donnell Rachel Maddow um, Brian Williams and Chris Matthews um uh, not Chris Matthews now it's it's Joy Reid and. Mm. Uh, who fucking knows? Um, but but it's they're ju- it's like I've said before they're TNT they're inside the NBA for politics and they are in the bag for liberals. So if if there's some liberal news that's just inconvenient, I'll give it a little bit. I'll mention it before we go to commercial. Right? They don't so. That's why I say liberals are dumb in a different way. Yeah, but they went after her with birtherism, which I didn't. And I was like, oh, fuck. It was right there. The <laughs> thing that you think is a is a feature, that's what they go after. Not only you might be, I don't know what you are, black or not, lady. You're not American, though. <laughs> you weren't even born right. Yeah, uh, it's so weird. that. But the thing is, here's the thing. I think. Another law of diminishing utilities. I don't think it's going to stick as well as Obama. Oh, uh, well, yeah, because Obama was the first. First black president. We got to yeah. make as many conspiracy theories as yeah. possible. Anything it seems plausible. Mm. Um, with a like, what? He was. And there were stuff. Obama's name was. I If you told me Barack Hussein Obama is going to be president, I'd be like, fuck out of here. <laughs> Hussein um, did it for him. Yeah. Uh, like and insane. he lived in Indonesia. It, yeah. The, it at least his. There are things about Obama that you go. Eh, yeah, I get. You could get if you're a racist. If you're a bigot, I see how you get there. <laughs> like the woman who said, "Like he's an he's yeah. an Arab, he's an Arab, or whatever she said." And John Cain's and like, like, "No, no he's a he's ma'am. a good family man." Like what? Arabs don't have families. <laughs> um, in fact, you can make a case they have. <laughs> Bigger families than most, not here, and they're very proud of them. And they have a lot. We're of not going to make them. that case. We're not doing that. Not this week. Um, so, 
bless you. Bless you, Republicans. You tried it. I don't think it's going to work. I hope you're right. Um, His post office, I think, is next on our docket. And, hey, well, let's, on the air, you know I'm on, like, um, on on Stephen Colbert they used to have. On the ESPN shows, they'll have the thing on the side. Mm. How hard are those to make for you? (laughs) All right. Okay. Look at well. Challenge accepted. Will. Yeah. Uh I'm not saying do a countdown to when we're going to talk about it, but I like it. No, they have it TMZ, they have it like just yes. the dots. Yes. I like the dots. My created, I believe, by a guy I know, Eric Rideholm, who produces the afternoon ESPN shows. And it's such it's one of the most brilliant inventions i've ever seen on television what that thing he that created thing. it yes. he invented it i believe he did i could be for wrong which show uh pardon the interruption Interesting. it's been on for like 16 years yeah. or 18 years uh eric Rideholm, good man he's a man in his 40s single oh good man is he cute he is kind of cute but he he's eric? he's married to his work it's fine so anyhow um he produces all the the the, the Libertar. He, he does all of it. Anyhow, and I believe he came up with, maybe it's from Fox. I don't know where it's from. It's fucking great, though, and I want it for our show. Um, and I'm going to, the great thing it. about this show is Will used to get, be overpaid for what he did. Oh, did no. And so, slowly but surely, me and Will were moving for an hour, doing moving <laughs> Will, moving shit around for an hour and a half before you got Will here. Will thought he had the easiest He game. did, and for a while he did. But now that's over. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the mortise. Enjoy building a mortise. Uh, uh, the post office. So How you feel, Neil? Uh, again, you you think Trump might do something subtly, but for the most part, he will do the cartoon version of corruption. <laughs> this time, it was let's throw away the mailboxes. But who's doing that? What do you mean? Who's gathering mailboxes and throwing them away? The head of the mailbox. Postmaster. Postmaster General. DeJoy. DeJoy. Again, you knew. knew No, but I didn't know he had the ability to take away like an area's physical mailboxes. What is the... They can say it's budget cuts and they, which I'm sure they're saying it's budget cuts and, but they've gotten rid of sorters, machines, sorting machines they've gotten rid of. They are literally confiscating the... Yeah. It's like what Kramer would do <laughs> if he were not racist. Yeah, I was like... Uh, actually, they have more else. in common than you think. They have more in common than you think. <laughs> Trump and Kramer. Um, shout out to Michael Richards. Uh, you'd think he maybe paid too high a price. You have, a, you have a very stringent the- N-word policy, though. I just don't does I don't like it. I don't believe in canceling people, except those dirty except racists. except um, <laughs> Michael Richards and no, I don't believe. I'm not saying Michael Richards should have been canceled. Hundred percent. Go to a di- figure out a different career. What Kurt Metzger calls Kramer Island. Kramer. Go Island. to Kramer Island. Go to Kramer Island. Yes, but that was one of the first. He's the Godfather. He's, he's the grandfather. And so when you're the first of a thing, in you know. Cancel culture. culture. No, just culture. When you're the first of a thing, he's the Seinfeld of cancel culture. <laughs> like, okay, Pamela Anderson. She was the poster child of fake boobs. Mm-hmm. So, 
even though after a while no one wanted balloon fake tits. It still is. Okay. Kim Kardashian. Yep. Balloon ass, fake balloon ass. Yep. That transfer butt. Nobody really wants that. looks seems weird. I don't know how she wipes. It's strange, right? But even though we now our eyes got used to it and we don't want that and most people are getting a moderate butt augmentations, she still lives in infamy because of this thing, you mm -hmm. know? So I, I just think whenever the somebody in our culture do, is the first to do a thing, like, I don't know, Evolution of Dance, and this is not the first video on YouTube to hit a million mm -hmm. views. Like, it just, we like first. It's like our Ellen video. <laughs> it's a huge hit. Uh, uh, so I yeah. just think it's hard. I'm not saying, I'm neither here nor there. I just think it's, eh, it's human nature. I mean, you're going to be the first one to get sucked into this social media yes. phone video vortex. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, he got. But there's no correction. I don't yeah, think anyone I, even I thinks have a, about. I don't have. A I don't think anyone thinks about. I just think whether people are over. He got. I think people are right. But his life's way different. Yeah. Because of it, and I may cover this in a in a documentary. People don't know what I'm going to do. Um. Anyhow. Uh. So they they he he. He's collecting up the mailboxes, Donald, DJT, and then, of course, today, in pure sitcom form, he releases an all-caps tweet, save the post office, because oh he's God. a maniac who just does, like, what would a cartoon character... He doesn't, it's not, he doesn't have to say what would a cartoon character... He is a cartoon character. Post office is going to fuck him. Fucking with the post office is going to fuck him. I don't think a lot of his voters like it because uh, a lot of his voters rely on it for Social Security and medication. And a lot and, of the and rural... birthday cards and, <laughs> that the old people love. A lot of the rural people who need uh, yes. the post office vote for him. Yes. Old people. Rural. 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 Rural, rural George. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do I? He's um, like, what are you doing? Also, Arizona. And then he was like... Not absentee voters. They're That's great. good. And it's like, they're all processed by the, all the post thing, office, yeah. you idiot. But he's hoping, look, he's been able to lie and get away with it all the time. His approval rating with the problem is 95%. So what? So crazy. He doesn't, he hasn't paid a price for lying. This is, this he is got away him. with it. This is going to fuck him. Yes, because he's fucking directly with their thing. Like there's, the post office stamps are synonymous with old people. Yeah. Never meant like a fucking them. sexy stamp collector. Yeah. Like she was, she fucked me for an hour and a half and then showed me her stamps. <laughs> um, so, yes, he did the thing that he always does, which is he's the captain of the plane. He says, I'm the captain now. Buckle your seatbelts. And then a minute later, he goes, free yourself from the buckle. <laughs> he will completely contradict himself, liberate the seat. Liberate. Liberate your seat. <laughs> um, and is... it happens time and time again, but he's gotten away with it. He's paid no price for lying. <laughs> he literally got away with it and lied, said that he, uh, that he uh, talked to Vladimir Zelensky, told him what to do, lied, said, no, I, yeah, I do that. When you see it played back, the quid pro quo, 
his chief of staff goes, yeah, it's a quid pro quo. Yeah. People they happen did, all the that, time. It, it's so fucking crazy. And then it's like, it wasn't, re- he was saying, yeah. I can't believe, some of the pivots are well, so, Yeah, the, he was kidding. Or the um, one where he said, I have no reason not to believe Putin. He's mm-hmm. like, I meant I have no reason to, to believe, believe Putin. It's like, oh, okay. At, at some point in the last, I guess, five years at this point, everyone's just like, oh, this is the new, this is, this is what's up? This is what's up. We just fucking a lot. on the record for 20,000 verbal lies that the New York, or that the Washington Post is computated. They computated. That's more so than he, us. He did a, I mean, hopefully we'll get there in time though. <laughs> um, we don't lie. That's our no, problem is we don't lie. We don't lie. We try to be honest because everybody is balanced. But in a world Everyone of lying, the the uh, the uh, honest man Let's be honest. tells the truth. Which brings me to my next docket, Will. Will, on the docket, it's going to put sellout. Okay? Go ahead. Okay, buddy. Wow. Do you guys? This is a this is a for everybody. Daniel, rest in peace. Um, did thought when I called him buddy that it was condescending that it sounded like in the weekend update where the Trump sons and he goes yeah he calls him Bud which Bud is condescending makes it sound like you're talking about some of the brand injury. I don't think Buddy is brain injury ish. Um, not brain injury. For just now, it sounded condescending. It sounded condescending when just you were now. moving some of the furniture. <laughs> no, but I don't know how else to. Hey, because, buddy. But you also, I feel like you use it sometimes normally, but sometimes you do use it in, when you're frustrated to not sound frustrated. Mm-hmm. And but it sounds frustrated, like, like it comes through no matter what you say. Mm-hmm. You could say any complimentary yes, pet name, but that's better than what I want to say. You should hear the thing. You know I what you are. You know, there's a game. Let me tell you what you are, Neil. Go before you tell us who what you are. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what you are. There's a game mm-hmm. I played growing up, and it's called Don't Wake Daddy. I love it. <laughs> and it's it. Pull it up, am Will. I, Stop texting. Daddy. Um, and it was you had to. It was kids, and the whole game. The whole point of the game was not to wake Daddy. And if you woke Daddy, he awoke screaming. And his eyes bugged out. <laughs> like, I just need you to see Don't Wake Daddy. Yeah. Oh, it's an actual board game. Yeah, it's called Don't Wake Daddy. And he loses his shit. Yeah. Every time you wake him up and you're... Well, that's what I used to say. That's I don't know if I said this about Ellen. What? But when you're the exact producer, the, the star of the show, everyone walks... Oh, yeah around eggshells egg around dave anyone who's the star mm. you just and i call it don't wake the baby yeah so same thing same thing now relative to those monsters <laughs> i you wake dad what's the worst thing that happens i go fucking that guy yeah you wake daddy yeah we, you wake we, daddy we wake but daddy it's not sometimes. like a ah. well speak for yourself <laughs> Next um, topic. Okay, come on, sell out. Sell out. Here's what I want to say. So, people last week were saying we talked about Kamala, right? Mm. Being um, when uh, being nominated, uh, and we were talking about the race factor and the just kind of 
um, the excitement over a black woman, the gender factor, the optics, the optics of it exciting us, right? And people, one of the comments, I opened the oven for a second, and one of the comments said, like, two people talk, they don't know what they're talking about, uh, so they're happy that just a black woman's a cop, and and on and on and on. Here's what I wanted to say about that. I'll speak for myself. I am a sellout in most respects. I have some ethics, some morals. I just did a Chase commercial. I've done Nike commercials. I've done Buffalo Wild Wings commercials. I've done fried chicken commercials. Most things I just, NFL, Madden, things that I do not agree with, but I just do it for the money. Yeah. I do it. I want, I want to be in the club and in this, and it's part of the reason I will not shit on Alan. I won't shit on Dave. I won't shit on Jeff. I won't shit on Dalia, Cal. I just won't shit on these people because I would rather be friends with them and be, I'd rather be friends with them than I'd rather deal with the disapproval online than deal with the discomfort of seeing these people and me having said something awful about them on this show. And that goes for like, do I think that the democratic party is good? No, (laughs) but they're better than Republicans. Do I think, do, do I believe, am I a socialist? Kind. I like, am I a socialist in, uh, in theory? Yeah. In practice, Gold watch from Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not I'm not a I have no ethics. We're when full it, when of shit. when push comes to shove, I'm full of shit. So do I know that Kamala is a cop and she's like as bad as any Yeah. Oh fucking of course. I don't actually but I don't want to have do one of those broadcast where i've just got papers and i just look insane right. and like do you see this do, no there was a report in the is yes i'll watch those shows but those guys look miserable and insane yeah i want i want comfort I, i'm not like gonna roll over but at yeah. the same time i'm if dave does something that people consider transgender or i consider transgender i'm not gonna be like look here now I'm on camera. You seen this guy's <laughs> just not I'm just not playing the flamethrower game. It's called winter circle. But and but it's but What's... I don't think you're any different. I don't think that you're willing to No. I feel weird because this is my first time I've acted in a lot of stuff, but that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And so this is my first stint doing something where it's me mm-hmm. saying things and we recorded and it's, you know, it's a part of a thing and mm-hmm. it's interactive and people like us and dislike us and like what we said and argue with us and call us on our shit and, you know, whatever. Again, I will send you a picture of my upper body. Go ahead. <laughs> so 
it take it took me a while to understand. One, people watch our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Two, uh, you know, I you really gotta. I think there's something to be said to congratulate us a little bit. We really we throw this together and we come up with a lot of our opinions on like as we're speaking, mm-hmm. and it's still, in my opinion, entertaining. Um, but that dance, you're really balancing a lot. So you're kind of making a joke, you're commenting on da da da, and I've realized that fuck, you kind of have to figure not, out who you are. Yes, you do have to stick to stick up for what you think, but at the same time, yeah. I don't want to offend i don't want to ever offend anybody i don't really give a shit if i offend you in one sense but i don't want to hurt someone's life ruin their day blast them on something that's never my intention so when i have gotten that blowback i'm like oh my god fuck this is i feel like uh what's her name what's the redheaded comic that always talks mad shit about people kathy griffin yeah and she's always like all her i i've watched her specials and she's always saying, yeah, I got, uh, I, was, I went to an award show. People like I push me in. up against the wall. Like, yo, why'd you fucking say that to me? It's not fucking worth it to that me. That is not fun at all. This is right an airplane joke. <laughs> <laughs> right a fucking, I mean, this is right another joke. I don't, that's the thing. To me, that's why, like, she got balls. She has balls. It's balls. Yeah. If you don't mind constantly being vigilant you got to sleep with one eye open i don't want to sleep with one eye open no i don't it's not worth entertaining you sorry guy or lady 20 <laughs> percent, ladies ladies uh um, it's not worth entertaining you to make i got to be nervous at a party also and again i don't barely go to these parties but i'm saying but there's also so much more we can talk about other than blasting our friends at yeah. the same time i don't want to be we are hypocritical we are a little full of shit i don't necessarily want to blast our friends uh, we may be hypocrite i'm hypocritical on like a corporate political way um i don't want to blast our friends but i also want to talk about I'm, i don't want to be afraid to talk about things but i don't want to blast people we know more i there's also a lot I think to talk part about. of it, like, no. part of the reason the Ellen clip does well is maybe people, I don't think people really know that I work with, I don't think I'm synonymous no, with No, it's because it's Ellen and yeah. it's in the news. Um, but I'm not going to betray Dalia, Callan, Jeff, Louie, Dave. <laughs> it's a lot of people. <laughs> I'll betray Cosby. Like, fuck Bill, fuck Bill Cosby across the board um but yes if you're convicted of a thing that you absolutely did yes fuck go fuck yourself yeah um but yeah so if that makes if we're not but there is like an element of podcasting and stand-up and and that is no holds barred and but I don't, I'd rather just write jokes. I don't, partially it's cheap. Mm. And, and it would be a bummer if people thought we were going to shit on Ellen and were disappointed that we didn't. It's like, I don't, I'm not going to shit on Ellen. Also, there's a lot to talk or, about. We don't there's need to, plenty like, there's of, so yes. much to talk about. Yes. Partially it's like we're in showbiz and we know everybody, but I'm not going to make my 
night at the comedy store awful for hits yeah just i'm just not gonna there is something one could argue you aren't selling out we could yes, trust me yes, we could have the yes, highest I, yes we could have the highest rated podcast if we started telling all the shit we yes. know about people Right, and I and we'd have to walk with a bulletproof vest. Fuck I don't want to live like that. No. All I was going to say is every single comedian you know and love, I know shit about them that would ruin their careers. Not everybody, or not ruin their careers, but I could make you like them less significantly. Every single one, I can make you like them less. Maybe not Ryan Hamilton, who's just the sweetest Mormon motherfucker you've ever met in your life. But, I mean, yeah, I could make you like every single comedian you love less. But I would never do that because it's private information that I only know because I'm friends with them. Yeah. So. I do. I, I get sometimes torn on the podcast between minding my fucking business and, well, let's talk about it, you know? And sometimes after you record it, you're like. Yeah, I'm like, can they misconstrue the shit we said about Tig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, you could. Yeah, you could. It, am I? Is it disrespectful to say Leslie? It, maybe. Also, if we don't talk about it, no one knows. No one knows we were. No one knows we're being. <laughs> well, yes, like but if we it don't bring it up, yes. Um, How do they know we? Scratched right. It well, they the won't list. know, so we couldn't. We didn't sell. Yeah, they they don't know. Like, oh, we just missed it. Darp. That was in the news. Darp. The <laughs> post office. But do you think that makes us? What does that say about us? Does that that we're human being beings caught in social situations like that? I'm that we're not gonna ruin for clicks. I'm not gonna. It's not even. A, it's perf, it's a. I'm sure you know shit about your mom that you wouldn't say on here well, or, yeah. or whomever. There's ev- you know, know shit, shit about, about Will, every single people, every single person you know. Yeah. You could blog something horrible about or tweet or whatever. Everybody can take down everyone. Yeah, every but that's how it feels right now is everyone is taking down everyone. Right. And intentionally. Yeah, and and or inadvertently or they're doing it to cover their own so so what i'm saying is hey if you're watching this looking for scoops you ain't gonna get it no you know you ain't getting no scoops nope um so thank you will that that will be a hunk called a sellout how you feel man (laughs) Um, oh, I want, let's talk about this BBC thing. Le do. And I think that's interesting. So the, the BBC, a DJ whose name I don't remember. Um, it's like one of those British DJ names that's like, doesn't work over here. He quit. (laughs) DJ Sideman. And like no, uh, no. Like, side man, side man. Oh, 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 oh. She's a man. Caribbean woman. Play it, please. <laughs> side man. <laughs> side man. What a one. Gal, gal, gal is the best. Gal, gal. 
Um, uh, okay, so there was a BBC News story where there was a racial hate crime. And the the haters, the hate, the 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 uh, assailants, used the N word. Okay, the BBC did a story about it, and they cut two versions of the story: one where they said the N word, and one where they said they used the N word. They asked the family which version. Do we have your permission? Which would you prefer us use? And they said, use the N- use the real N-word version so that people understand the gravity and the awfulness of what happened. And they did. And a black DJ, DJ Sideman. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I don't know. That's the version. That's ooh, ooh, ooh. That's the, uh, uh, uh. but that's the, I did the British dance hall version. Hey, um, I had a boner and now I lost it. <laughs> I can take my own boners down. It's like the opposite of come with a C. With a C, you win. Um, that's the antidote to come. Is, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. So the guy quits and says. Wait, no, you skipped it. You said DJ Sideman. Sideman quit. He Because they aired that news story. Okay. And he's. I don't some there are sometimes where I wonder what how corporations can handle this in a way can handle race issues in a way that's equitable or satisfying to the aggrieved group because taking it like a G just taking it like a G like what no the problem was my dog walker made a lot of racket with the door and it, she kind of gave her, she gave it away. Now, if I hadn't told Bianca, she would have thought it was a break in. Um, and, uh, <laughs> look, we'll get her like, next. Let him have We'll everything. get her next week. Take whatever you want. That's actually what Callan and Delia's, um, prank show was about. Was dog walkers walking on Bianca. And, ah! <laughs> um, so the guy quit. So I wonder what should the BBC have done in this situation? I have questions. Yes. Did, the report was the person who said it black, or was it just oh, a voiceover? Oh, I'm betting the. Uh, I think it's in my head. It was a radio. Thing. Okay, yeah. And, and it was just a voiceover. The, it, and I'm the, betting the person was white. Um, it was like radio one extra, yeah. So now um, a television broadcast after DJ Sideman quits. I don't know, BBC. It's hard to. It's impossible for an American to. To know while the BBC, to even understand the BBC, there's, there's so many, seven of them. There's a Sky, they're, they're there's Brit- Channel the, Four, the fucking Sky, and then the government gives you money for it. It's impossible. Yeah. Um. So I just look at that and I go, poor white people. What? Why? No, I don't say poor white, but it's like, what could they? What should they have done? They asked the family. The problem is, this is clearly just a result a symptomatic result of a bigger issue at the BBC. So at on our end, we're like, what could they have? They asked for the blah, 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 blah. But there's a bigger thing going on because a lot of people at the BBC feel, they have, they feel some sort of way about yeah. being black, working at BBC, 
enough to make us think about it. Like the article you sent me mm -hmm. was after he quit. Mm -hmm. A bunch of black workers at the BBC are like trying to have like call to actions about feeling better about their progress and like uh, diversity at BBC. So I think it's just a symptom of something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, it's a it's maybe it's an Al Capone tax evasion thing where it's they this is the symptom and the the cause is the underlying right. illness is the real problem. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but it can't be just because of that. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, what should they have done? They asked the family. It would be like if Emmett well, Till's in, mom said, keep the casket open, and then people were like, this is church. I'm so sick of this church. That was a But, you know, the difference is we knew Emmett Till's mom chose to leave the casket open. Maybe they could have added in, per the family's request, we're running this story. There's use of language. Here's a Will little warning. Will DJ Sideman come back, though? No, because there's bigger issues. No one's just getting, no one's quitting over one thing. No, that's true. Although Will's going to quit because of that <laughs> sidebar thing. And the probably most. But no, there's Buddy. And buddy. There's sidebar. There's. See in, Will, see in court. <laughs> um, this no, is reading the BBC thing. And then I sent you a New York Times, the Daily um, about uh, the radio play the podcast uh, about a, a young black woman who worked at Adidas and. There was a there was a, a mood board, and there was a can, someone in the mood board was wearing a Confederate flag T shirt, and she complained, and they took it down or said we'll make sure that that system. And then George Floyd happened, and um, she. And then Adidas releasing all these statements of how black they are, and we're blackity right. blackity black. The blackest of the black. And um, remember Run DMC? Ha ha, my Adidas. Hey, guys, it's us. Right. And the then the woman has been protesting every day and getting paid. And her whole job, she just protests. She doesn't even go in anymore. And she's getting paid. She is my hero. Yes. And there's a part of me that's like, great, someone who's not a sellout, someone who's, but then a part of me is like, this is millennial entitledness because, because then they, they apologize. That's not enough. And it seems like it's all like running a company. Now it's the first time in, in history where an employer goes, Hey, employee paying you this money. We're going to need you to do this job and you need to be, you need to, uh, perform at a certain level and the employee goes great and I'm going to need you to perform <laughs> at a certain level and if you don't I'm going public and I'm going to fucking boycott <laughs> and you just if as someone who employs Will um, and of course my dog walker and of course my my trainer I'm kidding uh, that's the that's the and of course my wonderful housekeeper and of course my my roofer um, it seems like fuck. What a pain. <laughs> well, no, I mean, 
if you're an employee and it's like, yeah, I'm, I, again, I understand that employee, uh, that unions have gone like, hey, this place needs to be safe. And here's a, we have a foreman and you needs to, yeah. But at a certain point of it's like, I need to be comfortable with the racial social temperature here. It's a very specific thing that you have to make every single person feel uh, considered and thought of. But you're more on the side of the companies because you also do employ people mm-hmm. and your I mean, money. I mean, not really, but you also sometimes you're in a director position. Yeah. You, you're creative. You've created jobs, even if it's for a show or okay. whatever. And I would never have used that against people to make them come and set up lights for my podcast. I would never. That was I did not leverage my ability to hire him or this set that I had See built. You in court, I would not Neil. for one second. <laughs> is it? Is the lighting in the wide not good this week? You betcha, it's not good. But Will's gonna color correct it. Another <laughs> chore, and we'll get there. Will looks kind of sad. Yeah. Well, now that you see him during the, but this is the first time we've ever seen I'm him like, during the podcast. Ugh, I don't want to yeah, see Will's look, sadness. Can we put a, this is the, this can we put is a up, blanket over Will? This is upstairs, downstairs. This is what, now imagine he wanted <sighs> you to consider him. First of all, I love the show Upstairs, Downstairs, and I love a Downton Abbey. And it's sure, as sure, if, sure. yes. It's like I'm Lady Mary and you're Tabitha. That's for the, all the dudes I made up out there <laughs> the who s- love 80%. how Neil Phil, HNF, WBT, and. Uh, my problem is that the company has had the upper hand for so long. The company has not given a fuck how you feel as a black person or a person of color mm-hmm. or a woman or, you know, whatever sort of yes, discriminatory And I'm on that is, side, but a part of right. me is like, oh, well, that, But then that, this is it. But it, well, how, how on that side are you? Because this is the natural progression of things. It is like, cool, now on a national level, I actually have a little bit of steam, a little bit of leverage. I don't want to feel othered and weird at work just because I have melanin in my skin. Why the fuck should I feel weird? And I just think that's enough. If you, it's almost like, now this is not to you personally, but I feel like liberals, especially liberals money, they Mm -hmm. love the end result. Equality. Yes, I'm for all these good things, but those things to achieve those, it requires change. And that change makes people uncomfortable and it makes people feel like, uh, it's impossible. Unsatisfied. You're going to be unsatisfied no matter what. It makes it feel bleak, but you are for the end result of it. So how do you think the end result is going to come about? Like I would say, white liberals love social upheaval one way. Mm in documentaries about the 60s. (laughs) That's how we like it. Uh, I don't, I, yes, I know. And that's the same thing with the same way I feel about it's all that shit about me too, of like, can't even compliment a woman, all that shit. I feel like there is a, 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 a ask that's entirely reasonable. And then, but a part of me feels like, I don't know. Like, not this girl in particular, but there's a part of me where there's a thing where millennials want all of this automatic advancement. It feels self-promotional in a way that is unaccounted for. 
that people will never admit to. I think millennials have a generational problem. I think there is a entitlement mm -hmm. and instead of a step up, I mean, they're just like, no, elevator to yeah. equality and all that. And that I do agree with. But also they don't have to employ her. Well, now they can't. Now they're probably now they can't. Now they can't fire her. It's the but that was their fault. They could fire her. Literally, you didn't show up for work. She's, well, they're going to protest. They're going to have to, and like she's she, going to sue them. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Well, no one's point is that she should be allowed to not do her job and not do anything you ask you hired her to do and get paid. That's their problem. That was a PR bad move. She's just protesting. Well, that's the thing. It's the kindness the stallion. Which is, it's wokeness, the stallion. Yeah. Which is where fucking, guys, it's us. Right, right. It's Adidas. It's fucking. Yeah, no, we're not going to. It's here. like, I think the thing is, when someone goes and protests outside of their work, I think they already factor in, well, I'm probably going to get fired, but. Uh, it, you should listen to it because you, this. I didn't listen to it. So yeah, I, no, I'm I know. talking I, on my ass. Everyone should bit. listen to it. It's fucking, it's so, in, it's so interesting. Okay, I'll listen to feel it. feel 40 different things. We'd be like, oh, oh, eh, mm, harder. <laughs> um, so listen to it and then do that. Yeah. Again, Bianca's lighting is great. My lighting is not great. And the wide <laughs> looks not sub public access. <laughs> Cut so to it. Not even public access. Oh, my God. It's great. Um, but that's fine. We're, like Ken that. Sang's coming. It's not a leverage move. Fuck you for, for even thinking that um this is a separate issue but lauren hill's daughter made an instagram video yeah. where she basically said lauren hill my mom used to beat us yeah and uh whose mom didn't yeah it's 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 well that's the that's it's not a millennial i mean again i'm a zillion years old so we go like these kids are good, good. And I'm a million, I'm a zillion years old and I did a show shitting on my dad. So I don't have a fucking right. pot to piss in on this. But. But. Get me my pots. I want to piss. <laughs> <laughs> get me my pots. I got to piss. If you don't well, come up with a song for that. Um, get me my pots. I got to piss. What's his name? Eric Johnson. Jordan. Eric Johnson. Johnson. Eric Johnson. Go. <laughs> Call to action. Eric, Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson. Get me my pots. I got to piss. Um, I, I, that's the that's the social media thing where I think the Lauren's daughter didn't realize like, oh, there's fucking huge repercussions if I say that my mom beat me in public, even though it's black mom. And did she get repercussions? Rules. It's not good for Lauren. I mean, it's she didn't. Lauren didn't lose anything. But um, I don't believe in calling out your parents um, if you have. I don't know. It's weird. I guess I can't make a blanket statement about it, but I would never call my mom. I like, wouldn't call out my living. I wouldn't call my mom. Alive. If, and I didn't. Call, I wouldn't call out my dad if he was alive. Now, the alive, if you're estranged or you have a terrible relationship, okay, fine. But I remember Martha Stewart's daughter, I think when she made a book, it was like when she wrote a book, she said, Martha Stewart pees with the door open mm -hmm. and there's never any food in the house. Woman after my own heart, giving my pots, I got to piss. <laughs> I was just like, why are you doing that? Why I did are you a Jack in the people? Box commercial with with um, with Martha Stewart. Really? Mm -hmm. You filmed it or you were in it? It filmed it, directed it. When's it coming out? 
I can't remember. Oh, you did the ones that where she's like, how to make Thai chicken wings. And then. No, that, I didn't do those. There was one where Jack, they heard she fought Jack. That's really funny. Yeah. She fought Jack. Yeah. Oh. Didn't, it didn't, it, it was, it was charmity. That's what commercials are. Charmity. Yeah. That's funny. Charmity. Coming soon from me, Kevin Hart, and Chase. Charmity. Um, yeah. So I, I just think, I don't know, what's the upside? A lot of people do these like certain celeb kids though. I remember there was Britney Spears' son was doing a live and mm. you know, he's like nine or ten, maybe it's not, whatever. But he was young. And people are asking questions. Is your mom ever gonna do this again? Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't want to, but dude, she makes so much money. It's like yeah. shut the fuck up, you Yeah. Shut up, kid. Yeah. And that makes headline news because it's private and it's privacy yeah. and they look so it's what I, people want us to do. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah, it. they do. People are like, do it live. No. Yeah. Not going to answer this question. Mm. Yeah. Let us it. Let Will make his graphics. <laughs> I'd hate to do it live because then Will wouldn't be able to make his precious graphics that he loves so much. <laughs> um, no, it just feels like, but also take out the social media aspect. I feel like kids do this shit. Yeah. Tattle on their parents for yeah. clout. Yeah. My mom, my dad. Yeah. Yeah. My dad has a gun. My mom smokes weed. Like, yeah, just they tattle. Yes, your mom hit you. It came out this week. She has hit me. So, but that, the thing that was funny is the young woman kept saying trauma, and she said it like so many Assume. traumas, different trauma. And I was like, it was reminded me of the thing we talked about when we first started, which is the amount of people saying trauma. It is. It's nothing. It just means nothing. Now. Yeah. No. It used to mean life your in the ER. Mom had Sorry. beat you. No, I'm kidding. I mean, it is a trauma technically, but it just seemed it's been cheapened so much that by uh, white white women, white women's. Um, I, we got to do a doc watch. Doc watch. Eric Johnson. Eric JJ. Doc watch. Very forgettable name, very memorable music. Eric Johnson's what I check in at motels at. (laughs) Um, uh, Doc Watch. All right, did you watch Earthing? Didn't watch Earthing. Earthing is about, it's on YouTube. It's about, um, it's good for your health to just bare feet, Contact with grass, mud, sand. It'll clear things up. It'll, it'll, and I, you know, I, no one loves a get healthy quick scheme more than me. Mm. Any fucking shot. I mean, I'll do it all. You'll do it all for a short amount of time. I'll try it. Every, the door's open. Did you even finish all your Dr. Sebi pills? No, I still have them. You want them? What's Didn't up? make a difference. Really? Did not make. I and I and I took sea moss. I detest the sea. Is what I've realized. The city. I, the sea. Oh, the sea. Sea moss. Sea moss is good for you. Of course, it tastes like the sea. When Neil, when I would burp it up. Ugh, y- ew, there I you go. That's gross. Please to come take these pills. <laughs> Uh, it's so it's about it's so the great thing about the internet is you watch a you watch a earth earthing it's called 
Not Earthlings, which is one of the greatest documentaries ever <laughs> about veganism. Earthing. And you watch it and you go, oh, great. Maybe I'll try it. And then all you have to do now is just write Earthing debunked. Just go right to your DuckDuckGo. Because I would say Google, but I'm, I want to keep you on the edge about whether I'm a sellout or not. I go to DuckDuckGo. Off the grid. Yeah, I'm off the grid. And I'm a, but I have a gold watch literally from Ellen. Literally a gold watch. Literally, that's the level of full of shit I am. Yes. Um, earthing debunked. Just type in or anything you're thinking about. Type it in with debunked. And earthing debunked. What and does then that it's us? just the and then just how dumb grounding. That's the term. Is grounding. It's let's explain what it is. Um, it's putting your bare feet to the to mud, grass, sand, the earth. Uh, our 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 shoes have rubber and that's electric grounding and bullshit and then you just go to well, which one, one do you believe after watching the doc and googling no it's no it's hogwash nonsense all of it the all yes they're all nonsense unless here's how you prove if something's not nonsense study it in a lab if it's not nonsense you're gonna make a zillion dollars well, not wearing shoes is proven to be better for you. Maybe for your arches. For your for podiatry. Yeah, in that's a whole other documentary. That's probably not very long and probably not that interesting. <laughs> it's a pamphlet. Yeah, um, but this this uh, earthing. Yeah, so so that don't even watch it. Was it like what the health when? They had bad wigs, and they're like, "I ate broccoli for two weeks, and now I don't have heart disease." Was it proven I was one way? I earthed. I and mean, then they I... found a couple people who had a thing, and then they had, and then they did the thing. It's the I wore a yellow shirt and did get cancer, so therefore yellow shirts. It's that. Can't. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that what silly. the hell? Yes, it's nonsense. that flimsy, insulting, thinly veiled, rude. Yes, it's nonsense. Um, now there were a couple hot ones on Netflix, three hot ones over the last two weeks. Um, most wanted. So good. Which is the, the, basically the most wanted people in the FBI or the The whatever, Interpol, whatever. Interpol, yeah. Yeah. Um, just a documentary about them. Great. More of those, please. Now, the interesting thing was some of them had been caught and others. I think they were caught after the documentary was mostly produced. So they're like, well, why wouldn't we? The one, the, um, the radio, real racist radio, radio guy. Don Imus, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Nappy headed. Um, fuck Imus. Uh, I, who's the who's fucking, uh, okay. He was, I don't remember. He was, he was black. He was African. He kept evading. He was in Switzerland. Oh, that one was great. The guy who basically did the... Oh, Rwanda. He started... He he did the Rwandan radio station. Who... who, He owned it, I guess. Or it was one thing, and then they really flooded it with... Just calling... Far right. uh, The equivalent of far right. Hutus. Or Tootsies. Tootsies. I don't know which one's which, but they both sound delicious. (laughs) Um and Hutus and Tootsies and he called them Thank cockroaches. You. He was the one when you Felician, hear they were yeah. called cockroaches. Uh, Felician uh, Kabuga. 
Um, yeah, so he basically was behind the Rwandan genocide. Yes. He, he was the main promoter. He did promo. He did hand up flyers for the genocide on radio. Among he the was the shows. Charlemagne the God of the <laughs> genocide. Charlemagne um, the God, by the way, Breakfast Club and Sway both got into the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Shout out to... Oh, Sway for sure. Sway. Charlemagne. I, I just didn't know. I just know Sway's been doing it for so long. I don't yeah. know how long. Uh, I mean, they've been doing it a decade. It's cool. Yeah. And it's an amazing show. Yeah, they're um, both good shows. And I don't have the Sway one. I don't have how, whatever you need for Sway. What do you mean? It's on satellite. Oh, yeah. I just like the, um, what was it called? The Wake Up Show? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's like 15 years ago. I know. Um, you're old. You're an old Caribbean one. <laughs> okay. um, so, yep. Just <laughs> pl- take it down. No, no, no. Play it just quietly. Nice. Then we can just, even the quieter will. Go ahead. <laughs> Great. Now we can carry on doing the show. And we and we got a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that one's great, and uh, the most wanted. That most guy, wanted. dude, that 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 white Muslim Iggy Azalea. Character, yeah, the she, white, that was so white widow. They called her. I want to. I want to watch yeah. a movie about that. I yeah. want to watch it. I want to know how she went from innocent British schoolgirl to bombing motherfuckers mm-hmm. and shooting up malls and those it's, poor people. Dave, remember Dave's joke about. Never trust the white man who's with a group of black guys because you don't know what he did to earn those black guys' trust. There's almost something to be said for white women. It's almost, they're almost crazier than the white man. What about, what about you? What do you mean? What, What did I do? What did you do to earn? To earn these black men's trust? Well, the trust comes and goes, let's be honest. And, um, and... I, sometimes I think about shit. I used to get so angry at Comedy Central <laughs> that an executive told me to stop going to the meetings because I was fucking up the show. Why? I get so I would yell at Comedy Central so much on Dave's behalf that they were like, "Just, just Dave by himself is better." So I was a bit of an attack dog. In that regard, I forgot. I forgot about it until recently. I was like, "Oh yeah, they told me to fucking that I was too crazy." Um, so that's what I did okay. in that case. No, oh, pretty that's great. Good. And I okay. murdered somebody. <laughs> okay. um, uh, uh, no, wait. Connected. Let me tell you. I was going to talk about it last. Episode. Connected is a different a different documentary on Netflix. Did you see uh, the numbers one? What was that? It blew my mind. It blew my mind. Um, so Connected just goes into one thing. They went into dust, which was very interesting. It's kind of like the butterfly effect, but a, on a bunch of different subjects. Right. How dust from the Sahara turns into... Like the Amazon it, fertilizer. Yes, it like the dust collects and right. then it blo- the jet stream blows it. The numbers one? I don't know if I got to the numbers one. Let me tell you something. You don't have to watch the entire series because all of them were okay. The numbers one blew my entire mind where I think someone should just do, the whole thing should have been the numbers. The whole series should be numbers. They basically say there's a thing called Bradsford's curve. And it basically, if you take a any sample size um, of numbers, any amount of numbers, always the first digit 
one is about 33% of any sample size. Even though you think it's random, no matter how random it is, if it's truly random and it's truly fair, one will have 33%, two will have like 17%, three, and it goes down and then it kind of plateaus and nine is the least amount. So interesting, right? Yeah, I was just watching it. And at the end of it, they start saying how... By the way, I don't understand it at all. Okay, it's basically like there's more ones. I believe that you can... I believe it's clear in the in the documentary. There's the more document, ones. Clear, more, to more, hear the you first talk digit, about it, the fir- well, like, it then means let me, nothing. Great. Me. So the first Keith, digit. Thanks for coming. Okay, the first digit. If the fir- if we're talking about the first digit, it's one. It's just more numbers start with one. That's all it is. More numbers start with one in the world, no matter what you're talking about. So then they use that fact to figure out. They start being able to use that with deep fakes they can figure out if it's a fake because it doesn't follow Bradford's curve. They can figure out if people are cooking their books. So people went back and looked up Enron's numbers and they don't have Bradford's curve. They just go back and figure out where people are cheating, where something's artificial, when something's um, been augmented in any way, shape or form. If you put them numerically, you can find out what's like I watched that. I didn't get to that one. But it just it just is the weirdest I like check the and dust balance. One because it was clear. The first two episodes were kind of nebulous. The dust yeah, one should have been were... to me the first episode. I watched that one first because it was really? which they dust get... that was the it first was one. third or fourth. Oh, third, okay. Um, and if they that yeah, was it, but but at the same time you don't want to lead with a fucking dust documentary. That was part of the problem. But it was on the preview. That's why I went to dust first. Oh, all right. But when, just look at the numbers. When it starts turning into born identity. At the end of it, I'm like, oh, my God. If shit doesn't follow Bradford's curve, it's Wait fake. A Hello, Mom. Anyways, I'm just saying interesting. Uh, that's good. I'll watch it. I'll look Do at it. it. Numbers. Um, uh, getting a text from... Um, uh, African named David Kabuka, who's not related, I hope, like, to uh... Kabuga, the war criminal. Um, and he writes for Trevor at The Daily Show. Um, and he's a fucking great guy. Um, okay. We also had the, all right, Unwell. Did you watch any of Unwell? No. It's really good. I I was, I pitched a show last year about, me and my buddy Ben Anderson from Vice, we're going to do a show uh, up oh, yeah. where we basically went and kind of debunked a bunch of natural remedies. And Unwell basically did that. They did. Well, they tried the couple. They 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 did uh, breast milk is apparently a big one for people, which I didn't know was like a uh, a thing that people were into. Bee bee pollen. Oh, bee pollen. Is it good? Is it bullshit? It's just any something having to do with bees. I don't know what the fuck it is. I didn't no, get bee to that pollen. episode. It is bee pollen. In that episode? No, no, there's something with bee. Uh-oh. It might be pollen, might not be. I'm not sure. Um, they did essential oils. And it's, it's a pyramid scheme. No. Yes, there's no. If it were true, they could pr- just do a double blind impartial study. If, you, if what you're saying is true prove it and let's get it over with in what form were the essential essential oils 
Like what oh, do people well, take it? Do no, no, that? I'm not. No, I mean. Well, do they? How do they ingest? It just no, depends just, on how they ingest. No, that's all I'm saying. Did people take it internally, or is it like vapor? Uh, it's all kinds of, and there's just like a, a, a industrial system, a, mm. um, a oil industrial system, uh, just like a whole. There's the YouTube, and there's yeah. there's a, of course there's like a huge conference. There's and there's like a main guy. They're really expensive, and I don't know why. Keith's trying to Sad. figure out how to lay on his dog bed. Sad. We had to take down his. We had cage. to take down a cage. It's a whole thing. Um. So he just quit. Um. <laughs> just like, like his dad. Sounds like he quit. Quitter. Uh, and the one that I that on HBO Max Gold purple. Platinum Purple. Um, I do like it. Is uh. The Swamp. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's It focuses on that guy. It's all Republicans. It's about Matt Gates. Great. It's about I Matt Gates. I hate Matt Gates. I he's loathsome. He literally he orders sucks. from Uber Eats and he gets lamb chops. He's like motherfucker. Oh, that's, I'm going to Because it's like what would a Republican order? But lamb chops. Um and he's like a Mexican girlfriend. It's, they all have. It's just confusing. They're they're uh, it's confusing. To me. They're they're really full of shit. We just are, you know. Yeah, we're. You know, we try to hold ourselves hum, slightly hum, we're accountable. Human. Yeah, uh, but the thing I but the system is so gross. Even I hate Matt Gates. I don't know, I hate whatever. Yeah, he's dislike, fucking loathsome. But, but you see what you have to do to be a congressman in terms of fundraising, and it's such a nightmare. At one point, he goes, "I'll just quit if I have to do this, if I have to keep doing this." So he went to. He's one of the only congressmen who went to no uh, PACs, no political action committee, and no no corporate donors. Which is there's like yeah. sixty. Um, liberals and no Republicans except for him. So like you don't like you like Matt Gates at the end, but seeing the system is so it's so awful. Yeah, it's so awful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyhow, well, let's go to the emails. It's time to check that email. Emails. You've got mail. Hey, Niall and Bianca file. Pretty yeah, good. Pretty good. Well, I hope you're ready. Love the pod. Long time L-S-T-N-E-R. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Fucking Will. Killing it. Oh, by the way, people shitting on Will. I'm going to send you a topless picture of myself. <laughs> no, but you fucking stop it. Will's not doing anything without us telling him, other than the thing of cutting up Bianca screaming about the dog, which I think was a. Oh, it was a mistake. What else is he mistake. doing when we're not around? Uh, but don't ever come at Will. Yeah, we can yell at Will. Yeah. You don't yell at Will. He's, he's our, it's our, we can say our brother's fat. You can't. 
Look, well, you can afford Those to lose fat you. I'm kidding. Fuck. Um, with all this talk of Bianca's Austrian wedding, it got me thinking about cultural norms and traditions of weddings. I once went to a Mexican wedding where they, quote, kidnapped the bride and did not bring her back to the reception until the guests put enough, That's quote, so ransom good. money in the basket. I want By the that. way, I don't know if they were, if any of this was in quotes. It could have been, uh, if you've seen, if you've saw, seen Most Wanted or Narcos, that could have actually happened. Um, at every white person's wedding, they play these same five songs, and it's unbelievable how excited middle-aged white people get to sing bop, bop, bop during Sweet Caroline. Bop, bop, Other bop. classically terrible white people wedding songs are Don't Stop Believing and Forever Young, uh, and also Moni Moni. And um, also, do you remember? Oh, well, that's blame black people for that. No, um, that's all no, black no, people no, right no. there. We started it. They, they stole it. Sure. Um, well, they named the song Dancing in September. Come on, guys. The fuck you, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Well, guys, what do you, where do you think they're going to play that? Uh, are there different cultural norms of black weddings? And what are those classic five songs that they always play? P.S. I think Bianca would give an amazing wedding, would be an amazing wedding guest. And Neil would give a great gift and leave early. It's true. I, I can't disagree. And there's a second wedding one that I'll read. Uh, Neil and Bianca was recently a wedding and while the best man speech was slightly above average funny and entertaining the maid of honor speech was boring sappy and about as entertaining as listening to Neil meditate last week sweet burn <laughs> clean hit it's play on uh, this on. seems to be the trend at most weddings what are your theories as to why my working theory is that the maid of honor is trying to speak to the bride and forgets the audience is there while well, the best man is trying to pre- impress the single females in the audience uh, with all my heart. Andrew, P.S. I promise this isn't a men are funnier than women email. This isn't the Adam Carolla show. Um, well, I have a... There's a lot to unpack. I, well, first for the last question. That is true. And at my one of my best friend's wedding, I remember her... Husband, now husband is, you know, bro-y, has a lot of bros, and so they were all, and he's kind of crazy. So they were telling all these stories about him, and theirs were all funny, and hers were all like, you're beautiful, and I'm like, I gotta do this for my friend. My friend's cool. And I wrote the funniest speech, and I felt like the weight of the world was on me. I'm gonna tell the funniest motherfucking speech. And I tell this speech, and it is so funny. And it brought the house down. There's video of it. Everyone was in tears about how funny it was. All the dudes that they didn't talk to me all wedding, the bros, everybody came up to me like, that was the funny. And I was like, yeah. I started off with like all this. People were saying he's so crazy. She's cool too. And it's people don't at weddings because the girl looks so pretty. Yeah. No one wants to go on a roast of the bride. Right. Everybody or wants to make, make her, her human in any way. She has to be an an, a love angel. A love angel. Then it's like a little funny story here or there. Yeah. But no one goes. I was like telling all the secrets. But it was like funny. I wasn't trying to be a dickhead. Um, and it, I it, I didn't do anything that great. It was the bar oh, the was very, very low. The yeah. bar was very low. Yes. Um, I had the funniest speech of uh, them. I was like, this is what I got to go against step out of my way but most people don't want to make the girl look bad and the bar is very low for women mm-hmm. uh yeah i also think it's that weird the, i think the guy's right about guys are trying to be funny so they can 
Fuck. They fuck women. <laughs> Want to fuck Is that them. why you're a comedian? Mm. Don't not. It's, it's why I got into it, but <laughs> not anymore. Now I'm here for social justice. Um, you hear that, Pivot. internet? Um, so I'm here for morality. That's how I judge comedy is yeah. how, how moral are you? Um, so Mother Teresa is probably my favorite comic. Um, so uh, I don't. I the funniest speeches I've I gave a very funny speech at Mike Schur's rehearsal dinner where I basically he's married to Regis Philbin's daughter Regis Philbin who we didn't mention a couple weeks ago died and I basically my speech was about wanting to fuck Mrs. Philbin who she just did it for me she used to I mean she was just she would be on the show and she's great looking um, uh, Joy Philbin is her name. I mean, now she's eighty, but you yeah, get but it. You can, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the, I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't like, hey, but it was just basically about like hitting on her nonstop. Yeah. And then no. Regis like they were hitting on my what? You know, like Regis like, are you gonna begin a thing with Regis? That was very cute. Uh, were they in on it? Was everybody laughing? Yeah. Um, and the funny speech I ever saw was Seth Meyers' wedding. Uh, Will Forte gave a speech as an SNL character that was so fucking. It's the one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and the best speech I've ever seen was at the rehearsal dinner. Seth's brother gave just crushed and like touching. It was amazing. Question: So at mine, especially for women, I feel like the bar is very low. But you going to funny people, famous funny people weddings? I feel like the bar is really high. Yeah, heavy expectations. Seth's like at the rehearsal dinner, like. 40 people went on and forte no fun i mean like the was were all 40 people funny more or less wow oh that's Um, not so bad yes but then forte forte had a wig (laughs) he did they he had to get the the snl costume i mean just the whole he had and but it's so fucking he basically yeah i can't even i can't even explain how funny right Um, but yeah, the standards is all just like, you're a love angel and, and you're just pretty and you're a dainty flower angel and women are delicate and they're not about being, they're just ornamental. You're here to be an ornament and here's your life as an ornament. Uh, and then in terms of songs, anything that's popping, dude, what's going to get you dancing? What's popping? No, I'm saying what's (laughs) popping. I mean, look. First of all, you want to you want to fill the dance floor up. This is current. Um, uh, I don't think there's like a top five. Let me say, I would say like. I'm, I think, well, I'm trying to, to think of all Kelly. the weddings. Used to be a lot of R. Kelly. Yeah, I've been That's to over. listen. I went to the single ladies tour. R. Kelly. It was fantastic. Everyone was dancing. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of the weddings I've been to. Um, I haven't been to a lot of weddings. I haven't been to a lot of. I can't. I'm trying to think of like specifically black people weddings I've been to, and I'm none are. I haven't. I, honestly, I haven't been to that many weddings either, because people know to keep. They're me like, we're not going to invite you. What's the opposite? Uh, we could broom closet. Why invite the opposite of love, Neil Brennan? <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there like booing in your heart. Arms crossed. You Arms won't get away with negative. this. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Um. All right, so that's weddings. You've got mail. And then 
here's a letter that says, Hey, old man Brennan and Casabianca. Not bad. RSTNLE. Oh, that's nice. Will, you'll mix it up a little. You'll turn it up, but you hear it. You heard it, guys. He was right there. A few weeks ago, I saw The Last Black Man in San Francisco. For the feelers who haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's available on Amazon Prime along with Billy Wilder's The Apartment. Bank almost... Every other episode, you have stated that you're from the Bay Area, so I wanted to ask you what Boy, it has been heavens. like for you um, uh, to watch your city change over the years as white tech companies and annoying white people are moving in. City and culture that you grew up in are slowly disappearing. Neil's a comedian who travels around the states. I'm sure, you're also seeing drastic changes when you come back to certain cities from time to time. How does Neil? the mule feel and <laughs> binky the pony thank you um about the current status of uh, gentrification i wish you guys good health and lots of love um well, well what's funny is tell people where you're actually from in the bay i'm from silicon valley so for you're me you're from Curp- cupertino yeah cupertino yeah silicon like valley. where Apple it's like was. i mean then i was in santa clara and then you know whatever silicon valley uh so for me, the journey was not my city's changing. It's that everyone's leaving my city. The door, like the new blood that comes in, they don't want to. Everybody else before the new, like the millennials, the millennial techs came, got a job, stayed in San Jose or Cupertino, or wherever, and just bought property and stayed there. So this is not so much gentrification from out of town. This is just gentrification from where I'm from. And that it kind of felt funny to be like, yeah, now you fucking deal with them. This is where I had to grow up around these dorks. Um, but it's not only white; it's a lot of Asian we don't talk about. A lot of Asian gentrification of spots that were open for everybody, mm-hmm. just because that's how that's that that's industry. Just, that's just it's just white and Asian, yeah, for the most part, and East Asian. Um, that's that industry. It's great. <laughs> It is. It's great. I mean, it's a great. Like, I'm from no, a I, suburb that computers are amazing. I'm from. <laughs> I'm from a suburb that runs the world. So there is something cool and progressive about it. But the what they did to San Francisco really pissed me off because it just it fucked up. And then everyone it pushed everyone to Oakland, and what that white gentrification did to Oakland was so. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. But. What are you going to do? It's you, have I ever expressed the feeling that I don't like San Francisco on here? I think too cold. So. Too yeah, cold. cold. Too many homeless people. And really cool. I, San Francisco is the fireworks of cities. Incredible. Late 1800s. <laughs> Heck of a city. 120 years ago. Unbelievable. But now, other than like the, all the stuff that people don't like, I like. I like restaurants. I like drugstores. I like there's a lot of restaurants. Chase banks. I like. Uh, what do you mean restaurants? People go. There's so there many used to be a thing, and now there's a. It's when, one of the signs of gentrification is there's a lot of new restaurants. Mm. So people they it's gentrified. It's like yeah, and here comes drugstores, restaurants, gyms, shit. I like. Is it the displacement factor? I put blinders on because I'm the mule. The displacement factor is awful. Now, having said that, I have a friend who has pointed out that a lot of black people in old black people in Brooklyn got money selling their brownstone that they've owned since 1970 to white people and were able to retire and move to Florida. 
you'll never hear that story. And they, they, because they, they don't want that it. story out there. Uh, um, so, uh, I, the thing is, sorry, go ahead. But now the downside is every city on earth is the same. San Francisco was not that kind of gentrification. It was some parts, but it was balanced. There's always white yuppies. It's really expensive in San yeah. Francisco. It's always been expensive. Yes. Um, it wasn't really affordable. And now it's like, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, it, there is gentrification. It really affected rentals a lot more. It affected the same people own the shit. It's not like mm. they bought up a bunch of cheap real estate yeah. and now there's a Rite Aid. Same thing. That it's it's that there was a balance. There were street kids. There were yuppies. There, like you go to the marina, you go to hate, you go blah blah. blah. It was all balanced, at least a little bit. And I mean, it wasn't that balanced because they definitely got rid of all the projects, the high rise projects, made them two stories, and kicked everybody out to oh, Oakland. A, oh. Yeah, oh, like, like go the, to Oakland, like black people. Mm. But the it just was so quick because all the young people in Silicon Valley had so much money. So instead of you have these rail, they're called railroad mm-hmm. um, houses because mm-hmm. everything was off of a hallway. So you could rent out the living room. You could yeah. rent out the family room and then the rooms and then all together we pay for the flat. Whereas one tech dude on his salary just can get the whole me. thing. Yeah. He's like, Give me. So it really affected the rental markets like it does affect housing markets in some places. And so that's what fucked up the vibe. Yeah. Very sad. But, uh, you know. Wherever, whoever's living there, it's too cold. It's really cold. (laughs) And you got to wear a fucking fleece. Goodbye. And no one looks (laughs) good or cool in a fleece. Everyone in San Francisco? Did you see the last black woman in San Francisco? I didn't. It was oh, so you know what? Uh, there's a documentary uh, on canopy, yes. and you can also buy it on. It's called "How to Eat Watermelon in Front of White People" or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It's so fucking good. I watched it. It's probably 15, 16 years ago, but it's about Mario Van Peebles. Melvin Van Peebles, Mario's dad. Yeah. Melvin Van Peebles, who direct, who is in Putney Swope. It was a great movie by Robert Downey Jr.'s dad. Uh, huge influence on the filmmaking of Louis C.K. But Melvin Peebles made Watermelon Man. He just made a bunch. He's just a really cool, interesting old dude. Didn't Melvin Van Peebles make that movie? It's called like Sweet... Sweet, Sweet Backs. Sweet, Bad Black, yeah, yeah, I don't think he even did Watermelon Man. He did Sweet, Sweet Backs. Yeah. And it's just... A, he's a, He made a documentary kind of about himself. But it's... I like when people make documentaries that aren't that great structurally and they shouldn't work and they're it's like the people made it ran out of time or something Mm. but it still works right i'm not saying that this is one of those but it's it's very odd and great you've got mail anyhow um hey you two uh friend of mine is helping me with new business venture did some due diligence on me to protect all of us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they told me they heard from several women that I made them feel uncomfortable. I recognize that's not okay. I infer I infer several means three, maybe four. Quote, nothing actionable, but just an FYI to be careful. The specific example they offered was a one-day conference I was attending for work. At the end of the day, after several conversations with women, I asked her out on a date. She said, no, no harm, no, no, harm, no foul. I had a really hard time with that. No horror. No, I know. Two years hence, I hear through my friend that I made her uncomfortable with the ask. 
My understanding, trying to be a feminist man, was that the best practice was to be as direct as possible about intent, then be understanding and drop the subject if, it weren't, if we weren't on the same page. My friend's advice is, quote, never ask anybody out ever in a professional setting, but people continue hooking up via work settings. What to do? Uh, I'm with your friend on this. Mm. Never ask anyone out ever at work. It, there's... Let women do it. If yeah. they want to do it. You'll you catch a vibe. Yes, but you know, again, guys are not good at vibe catching. Or they they think everything's a fucking vibe. Right. But like, so again, same smiled. problem. Not good interpreters of emotions or intent. Correct. Um so let her specifically ask you out. In fact, say, hello. Are you asking me? You let's start with hello. Okay. Um, say come. No, C U M. Hello, or, or just something like, "Hey, are you asking?" Like, directed a commercial last week, right, or whenever I did it. And there's a woman in the commercial. There's a couple women in the commercial that are. Um, I don't want. All I'll say is, if they were interested in me romantically, I would have been open to it, right? I would never have said that anywhere. Hopefully they don't hear this. <laughs> but I was like, well, they can get me on Instagram. If they really are like, because of COVID, I couldn't get near people. It was pretty great. Um, uh, I was right here. Yeah. Anyways. Well, you got the body, them bodies. Okay. Um, and I couldn't get near people. And so whatever. So it's just like, well. What if that's supposed to be my wife or everyone's hooking up? What am I? <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll find you. There's ways to get in what touch with that's people. Supposed to be my wife. I, I. What if that's my yeah. wife and I'm throwing off the right? Too many movies. Flux capacitor. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, that's a guy's that's a guy's uh, defense in court. It's like, well, I thought this was my wife in another timeline, <laughs> and you guys are fucking it up. Um. Yeah. So they'll get in touch with you. Make it just st stay out of it. Make it so plainly obvious that they lose interest to the point of maybe just going like, "Hey, do you want to go out?" Because as a guy, you can at work. Then you, again, it, you cannot make the first move. Imagine if he just instead of asked them, I was like, "Hey, are you asking me out?" Like, oh, be forced into a conversation. She's like, "Do you know where the bathroom is?" And he's like, "Look, if you're asking me out, <laughs> look." I see where this is headed. Like, I think I know where this is headed. Am I feeling what I think I'm feeling? <laughs> Are those the shoes that you got? No. No. I ordered Did Bianca some Nikes. Um, maybe they'll get here soon. Mm. I can't wait. I can wait. Um, yeah, don't ever ask anybody out of work. No, as a no. guy, It's just uncomfortable. And the problem is, girls, if it's not... Yes, when, blah, blah, blah. If it's not, if it's maybe, sure, I don't know... I don't if it's so if it's, a woman gives, use any terms that are vague, wishy-washy, it's a no. Leave me alone. It is a no. Yeah, it's a no. Don't, don't make us don't make us shoot you. Don't make us execute you. Yes. There was a woman who was wishy-washy lately and I was like, fucking eh. <laughs> no. It's fine. Go. Goodbye. Not fucking you're not worth fucking getting sued over. Because I'm like, no, there was a point where she said, right. 
This is a good one. Let me read it. You've got hey, mail. Hey, Neil and Okay. Whoa. Already off course. Okay. Hey, Neil and Banaka. Thanks for answering my question a couple weeks back. I just listened to pretty much all of the podcast, and it's been pretty cool hearing it evolve with new audio drops and such. Well, that's a... There you go. <laughs> I thought I'd draw you this, as it doesn't seem like the graphic stuff has gotten much love from the listeners. I'm a cartoonist, so it was pretty easy to whip up. Let me know if you want other file types. That's a... Okay. It looks like <laughs> How Neil Feel, also, hosted by Neil and Peppermint Patty. <laughs> also, you kind of look like Daniel there. I just... Daniel. Well, Harvey. it's the new... My hair is longer. I know what you mean. Like a... Yeah. My hair's too long. Look, we love it. I love it. It's great. It's really good. It's great. Maybe he'll help me with the t-shirts. Over my dead body. <laughs> and it's if you happening. need to go T-Public public jump through t public that way they don't they just you send the print and then as people order them they'll manufacture them. they don't manufacture a million shirts and then you have, I should have asked. I, Why I don't I ask okay um uh yeah your eyes i like that your boobs are kind of like modest modest like a that's for sure that's a, a, you, that's honestly, a you look like my sister nora and i'm not saying it from the boobs i'm saying it for the whole thing that's um like, i know my sister Nora's started from the titties boobs. from the boobs out it's um, nora that's nora that's dead nora dead giveaway nora is that you um no that's a b cup solid b cup that's fine yeah that's fine i like do our, do your hand i'll do my hand that's he got my hand right yours is always like um so thank you keep them coming we love the art of all kinds I love you. Not because it's ego boost. It's because it's good art. Goodbye. Okay. You've got me. What up, Neilio and Binky? Thanks for another dope-ass podcast. Listen to this scenario. Netflix exact, uh, execs ask you and Dave to come in to meet about a potential project, but they're short on specifics. You get there, and they try to pitch you and Dave on bringing back the Belgio. They offer you and Dave $100 million each. What? For 12 episodes, and you get to pick your writers and team and have full control. We're talking all the people. Uh, mm. No, I wouldn't do it um, because uh, I don't have any use for $100 million. And um, excuse me. I don't, I wouldn't give it to you. Uh, the pod and reinvest in the pod. <laughs> uh, what do you want? It's a joke. I got you he a set. Breathe. Ken's coming <laughs> See, with the lights. That's why I got he's, the. He's attracting vermin. There's a fly around him. Um, so full of shit. It's just wouldn't. It's just so I don't need a hundred million dollars. Weird. Take it and give it to people. It's not worth how hard it would be <laughs> to for the hundred million dollars. It's just I know what it would be now. You would do it. I truly. I promise you. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. It just wouldn't be worth it. It's just too I hard. I feel like and, you guys don't want to, because if you did it and it just wasn't as funny, it ruins the whole well, thing. Of course it won't be as funny. That's not even the problem. The problem is it's not worth, like even the one week at SNL was not worth the $5,000 they gave me for that one. Do you hear that? No watch. Ellen gave me a watch. <laughs> SNL. You're about to get blogged about. 
get me my pans. I need to piss. Um, no, should- but thank you for the question though. And uh, I appreciate, we love, I appreciate the fandom and, um, and thank you. Goodbye. Bianca, this one gonna... is heavily Bianca. <laughs> okay, hold on. But it's too long. No, I, I can just say I can, the, okay. say your part. No, I can I can read I read it already, so I know that I know. You've got mail. Hi, um, hi Neil, Neil and Will. Uh, okay. Relax. Hi, Neil and Will. Grüß dich, Bianca. Um oh, fuck. He was just saying that yeah, talking European about European fan here, but one could say, as Bianca so dismissively put it, I dabble in American culture. With crazy behavior like listening to a certain podcast that talks a lot about race relations in a country that I've never been to. Uh, N-word discussion with Bianca and PewDiePie. I was surprised that Bianca didn't want to consider the guy's European heritage as mitigating circumstances, but instead even seemed to be harder on him for possibly being an arrogant wannabe American. I agree with your assessment that many, quote, dorky, corny-ass Europeans are massively underinformed about the weight of and history of the N-word in America. But can you blame us? Uh, in our schools, history class doesn't start with Columbus or the settlers, but with uh, ancient Persia. So lots of ground to cover. There isn't going to be much room for American history with all of its nuances. Um, so basically what he's saying is, Bianca, can you speak some more about your experience with German racism or insensitive ignorance? It sounded like you had some frustrations there. This guy, this guy can interpret woman's emotions. And I'm giving you permission to hit on women at work. Any woman you want, the head, the CEO, hit on her. Uh, I can imagine people call you. I don't want to say it. <laughs> that, uh, no and then whatever. I said, "Es tut mir leid, dass dein Trip nach Österreich voll ausfällt," which means, "Sorry, you tripped Austria. It's not gonna happen." Uh, but the thing, I have problems with his email. Uh-huh. One, his example is like defending that, you know, German people's word. There's a word in German called nega. Uh-huh. And it was an old school crime. I guess it's the equivalent would be Negro. But people don't, people say schwarz, which means black. They, is it pejorative? N- it's weird because it, I think nega was a long time ago. And so if you use it now, it's like if a, it's like when... Is it like Negro or something? It's like Negro, but it's like when... Uh, what's his face? I keep saying Oliver Stone. Roger Stone, when he yeah. said, I don't want to talk to this Negro. <laughs> don't say that. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's Roger fucking yeah. Stone, but Negro doesn't work anymore. So you can't... Anyways, it doesn't matter. He has a lot of weird examples I don't agree with. Um, but the reason why I... I'm... I'm just less patient with Europeans is I've lived there and they they really they can be very defensive of their racism and ignorance because they're very educated you know on the whole whereas here it's like a lot of racist people in America are very ignorant you mm-hmm. know there is a there's a correlation between that whereas in Europe there's a lot of educated people who are, who intellectualize the racism and they have arguments no that's not it like in france um they didn't want they they wanted to make it illegal for people to veil and wear like a hijab or anything that and like no it's it's so you're not i got in a fight with two french people my college because they said it hurts you um assimilating into our society you look different 
that makes no sense. Why would you want to come to France and look so different from us? And yeah. it's like, you know, you're so deep in it that you can't zoom out and see how ignorant it is. And so after a while of having spirited arguments and, you know, debates and discussions, I, it's like, fuck off. After a while, it's you just, think you they're get, not making an effort. You think it's like willful, intentional naivete. I don't know about I I don't know about Wilf. They really think like, no, this has this is absolutely not racist. Yeah. What are you talking about? Let me over intellectualize, like gerrymander the ar argument so that I see on this side and cannot. Is that a see German it. word, gerrymander? Gerrymander. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it just it, there's something so um, they're very exhausting conversations. They're very long they they, they you can't get any it's like a dream when you're trying to punch someone that's like trying to tell a european yeah. that they there are huge um institutional racism issues in their country they just america's the bad guy america's the racist place you know it's very yeah. easy to point at another country and europeans are usually on the more correct side of americans like it's like oh in europe we do this and but everybody's they seem pretty segregated from what I can tell. Yeah. I mean, I only knowing what I've seen in like Paris and it's, the It's a lot. You know what it is? It's exhausting. It's like dismal. You know when you're you, when you're 20 and you <laughs> <laughs> said a French word and I I did the bread Ernst. The bread Ernst <laughs> stick your tongue out when you say something cool. Um, you know when you were 20 and you would happily have a debate that you couldn't even be bothered now? Yeah. It's just it's that. It's like Well, you know how yeah. it ends. Yeah, you That's know the problem ends. with getting older. You know how pretty much everything so ends. So I'm going to go for PewDiePie, go and dig yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. And Give him the, like, yeah. No, You've had it. You've mm. been there. I'm over it. Yep. I'm old. Bichendai. Goodbye. No. Hey, guys. RSTNLE. Oh, that's nice. Black man here. <laughs> Double right. it. Give him, a, give him one. Give him two. Oh, that's nice. I can give Kamala a pass in the police death penalty prison st reform step because it's a systematic issue. However, I can't get past what her office did to convicts uh, declared innocent by other courts using DNA evidence, often with the help of the Innocence Project. Uh, they use daily tactics, tactical loopholes, evidence denial via their crime lab to keep these men in prison longer and deny them their rights and settlement money. I get that it's politics and you have to make moral co uh, concessions to advance in the game. However... Targeting clearly innocent black and brown men for political gain in California is where I draw the line. And the fact that the Biden campaign is going to try to use her as a token to appeal to progressives is just insulting. Fine. We have to get rid of Trump. But we have to hold the Democratic Party responsible for their BS2 uh, and back to normal isn't good enough. Your thoughts. Uh, and Rogan discussed it and the Innocence, uh, Innocence Project, which right. I've, we've talked about a million times. Uh, yeah, I don't, what are they, so, yes, yes. Do I think that it's at, no. Would I prefer that someone like Bernie get it? Oh, yeah, of course. But I also, politics, if I may use an old man phrase, get the song ready and shorten it as much as you can. Politics is the art of the possible, and it's better the better to light a candle than curse the darkness. Uh, fucking... I could, there's five of these. I can go on. I'm not going to. Um, it's better than Trump. So are we going to hold Kamala to a, are we going to allow Vice President Kamala Harris to overturn convictions? No. 
Do I know why she did it in California? No. Is is she my PewDiePie and I don't want to have the debate? A little bit. I just, it's like, yeah, these fucking people are main, these people are sociopaths. So what's the best sociopath for what I would like to see happen in the country? The Biden and Kamala thing. You know, yes, that's the problem is that even after we talked about it, I looked back and I was like, let me go see exactly the problematic, because everybody, when you're in politics, you're always going to have something that you didn't do right or you didn't vote along the it's right like way. It's like this you know, with the podcast where it's yeah. like, you didn't shit on Ellen. Right, but then she's like those podcasts that you, your, your SNL, you know, audition gets canceled and we're like, we have to give an apology. You know what I mean? Like, we're not... This, what she did was actual. She's done so much fucked up shit. Yeah. I, towards I, black and brown men. I believe it. I It's better than Trump. I know I understand that, but there is going to be a period of uh, confliction amongst people. I think in the end of the day, everyone's going to vote for a Kamala Biden ticket because most people, I think most people who would be like, fuck it, I'm not voting, which a lot of people do in the past, that are like, that once and we're like this is actually affecting Splagage. our Austrian wedding yeah. plans. Um, so Now you've gone too far. So I don't know. I just I think it's it's I just need a period of time to go through the emotions and feel like, okay, I mean, like by the time it comes November, we're gonna be like, yeah. Vote I'm for not them. voting for Trump. And I I'm don't not care not how voting. fucking awful Kamala is. He he it's gotta it's I gotta vote against him, guys. Sorry. Goodbye. Um, yeah, but she's and I'm so not going to put Cat Williams' name on the ticket, like he <laughs> said in on his Supreme commercial yesterday. You've got me. Hey guys, RSTNLE. Well, <laughs> what's great about the queue now is you don't now with the fun. The game will be will will be there or not? No, I know. I, he grabbed his cell phone. I was like, Damn yeah, it's it, like, will. dude, we're it's the last Damn it, letter. Will. Um, hey guys, RSTNLE. <laughs> Just wanted to follow up on the email from the mild man or black man about dating. For reference, similar background, muscular build, average height, six to seven out of oh. ten on the face, oh. and currently in an interracial relationship. I kind of agree with homeboy, but it's a bit more complicated. SBS for all of this, but with black women, I don't know what SBS means. What is SBS? I don't know. Look, I thought you would know. Um, uh, with uh, For all this, but with black women, regardless of education level, wealth, who spend their time mostly in the black spaces, there are no issues as long as you are confident and authentic. This mm-hmm. is this guy's black. Uh, with black women who spend most mostly in white and interracial spaces, like Bianca. What? I'm not mostly in white. Uh, Pete, you have a blacker friend group than people would guess. Yeah, I'm like, all my friends, all my close friends are black. <clears throat> oh, and Neil is a wigger. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. If someone doesn't make a song out of that, Eric Johnson, <laughs> John Stevenson, please. That's actually John Legend's real name. John Legend, John Stevens. Uh, with black women who spend mostly in white or interracial spaces, I see where he's coming from. I'm not saying. They have anything against black men. I would be in that category for black man, and I do not hate black women. 
But it always seemed like the Chris Rock joke about black women and David Beckham. I get it, though. To me, it's a combo of seeing too much of yourself in another person. Dating preferences based on where you grow up and a bigger pool for them to choose from. Ironically, it's why I understand the, quote, we're losing all our good black men sentiment, although that's more about class than race. Interracial dating is mostly about how attractive you are and understanding that while most people are open to hookups, flings, etc., statistically, they end up with a partner from the same background. Uh, this guy's letter is as confusing I mean, as I your really, explanation. I was like... Oh, the 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 33% the numbers bedford's curve <laughs> uh, uh this guy I, might as well have just written out your bedford's curve monologue my bedford's curve was one easier. and then at the end they show no the feelers run, knew the feelers the feelers knew. the real the real, real g's feelers. understood uh what's he saying i uh, i don't know interracial the, okay no hold on we got thing. it what it's our last letter. Okay, no, we're gonna. And we're it's gonna, a fucking dud. We're gonna do it. Interracial dating is mostly about how attractive you are, and understanding that white people, while people are open to hook up and things, statistically they end up. So uh, white okay. people, it does. You could be. You could be a. You could be eight and eight <laughs> on the black scale. But the white girl will fuck you, but she's gonna end up with a white six. It's just about interracial dating is about how hot you are of a different person. Um, but I'm always going to have a baby with someone else that looks like Right. I'm going to, my kin, my kinfolks. Kin kin folk. mm. um, I don't know if that's right. What is Rock's joke about David Beckham? And I, I think no it's idea. about they probably black women fuck. wanting to fuck David Beckham. Yeah. Um, I um, love when I hear Rock jokes. I'm like, fuck. Because I've always, <laughs> it's like half my jokes, I write it and then I really, it's like, oh, Rock. It's oh, like yeah. Carlin. You're like, fuck. Or yeah. Dave, like fucking, right. just fucking idiots. I know. Imagine Asshole. being a physicist. Oof, man, um, how awful that would be. <laughs> um, Einstein. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I don't think there's. See what you can do. Do not, you like, they, you go with the best looking person who you like. It's, this is dating. For or the go most with part. the person you like the most and hope they're decent looking. These people are making it more complicated. It's environment and it's who's attracted to you. And then it's how you grew up, who you are, blah, blah. But environment, like the access to the opposite sex, what kind of opposite sex, and then who's attracted to you. I know tons of, not tons, I know three black men in particular who are very attracted to black women, but date a lot of Asian women mm -hmm. because of the area they're in, there's a lot of Asian women. Little Korea Town? <laughs> no. They look um, out the window. They date through their window. <laughs> what area are they in? Fucking Hong Kong? Where are they? No, just like in, in the bay, in like a oh, suburb where okay. there's a lot of Asian people. Anyways, I'm just saying that. Oh, uh, yeah, because computers are great and what a great industry. Uh, yes, I have a theory that what? we can kind of. Uh, it's. Is not. Is our. Eventually, our. Aren't all wives eventually trophy wives and aren't all husbands eventually trophy husbands? Meaning no. we know, but you, here's what I'm saying. Everyone knows that at a certain point, your you, sex dries up, right? Mm -hmm. So you're with your wife or husband because you legally you have to be because of marriage laws. <laughs> No, you're with them because 
I think that a lot of times people will just, especially guys, will pick a hot woman, even if they're not fucking them anymore, so that you're... It's, it is a trophy, but it's also like, this is the kind of woman I can fuck. And same with women. I think women want their husband to look cleaned up and dressed nicely and like... This is the kind of guy that I'm worthy of. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it's mostly for show. I don't think that, I think the term trophy wife is like every wife's a fucking trophy wife. Or every husband's a trophy husband. You want them to look presentable but, after a while. But people end up with wives and husbands that they aren't, they're more attracted to. Their standard might be a little higher, but that's all they could get. Oh, yeah, that they, that they, they, it's consolation prize. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a lot of That's not a trophy. People. That's a consolation prize. Yes, but it's still a trophy. It's Might a, be a shitty ribbon. one. It's Might an be a ugly ribbon. one. Uh, but you know what I'm saying, though? It's like every wife's a trophy. It's because but, you're not fucking them after a while. So it's, it's more about this is the kind of, I believe guys will date hot women even if they don't like them because mm-hmm. they want it to be like, well, this is the top of the line woman who cares if I like her. She's emblematic. And I guess that's a trophy. But to me, a trophy wife is more, I guess that's what a trophy wife is. I guess I've right, proven as little people. as the guy who wrote that letter. <laughs> I think it's only right for, that I went on a fucking, <laughs> sent you guys on a fucking he total waste down. of time. Goose, oh my God. Wild goose chase. <laughs> what a wild goose though, huh guys? Wild fucking goose. What a wild goose. <laughs> What a wild goose. If somebody could doctor the that was nice or that wasn't nice. Um, If someone, the same, the guy who gave us that was nice. If you could go scour, spend an hour, look through all the same audio. Scour an hour. Just do it right. Give him a clean audio. Give him a clean audio right now. No, I want Pat Sajak saying that ding, that wasn't nice. Oh, that yeah, that's obvious. And then Will will fuck it up. We will fuck it up. A wild goose chase. We had a if we had a goose sound effect right now, boy oh boy, what a fucking. What do geese sound like? <laughs> no, we don't use that anymore. Uh, God damn it! And horse noises always make me laugh and always have. And I I can go back to the singled out writers room. Someone used to make a horse noise and it would make me cackle exactly <laughs> like that because I can't believe horses do that. That's all the time we have. Four. Huh? That's all we have time for. Bianca got the good lighting this week to compensate for last week. Thank you. And look dusty. Next week, Ken will come and he'll make it all better. But look at this set. And we need a new cash phrase. What for a this show. Because we can't. And we can't. Bianca, we don't have to take this shit. <laughs> Goodbye.